Welcome back to the Constitutionals Podcast. I'm your host, Chad White. If you didn't know, this is the premier podcast for the website, cpluscomedy.com. Like I just said, it's a website. Go there. Here we are back in the pantheon of the, uh, let me turn off the microphone. Oh, yeah, the gain on this thing. Oh, yeah. So maybe maybe I came in a little under hot. What is not hot? What's the opposite of hot? Chilled? Episode 195 over here, sitting here. Uh, I believe the camera's going to shut off at any point. Oh, Nova, stop recording a very busy podcast. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) here we are, 195. Uh, We're talking about uh, Paramount Plus. Nova, please. Talking about uh, Paramount Plus, she's very vocal today. She wants to go back outside. Uh, she was outside for a little bit, hanging out on the porch. Because it is a warm day, warm sunny day here in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I believe it's about. My watch says 63, but it feels like 75. <laughs> March, March. It's cold. It should be cold. Anyway, uh, there were other, other things that had popped up this week. And then I, uh, but last week, I planned this. I previously planned this is going to be an episode about Paramount Plus because I thought it was going to be this whole spectacle. They have been talking about this about this thing. They're like, oh, Viacom CBS is going, oh, this is going to be the next big thing in streaming. We're going to share our sh- uh, shows with everybody. Uh, you know, if you want to, if you want the rights to Key and Peel, we'll give you the rights to Key and Peel. But we'll also have Key and Peel on our streaming platform. And oh, we're gonna have these great. It's gonna be a universe full of Star Trek stuff. We're gonna have new shows, sixty minutes plus. Uh, SpongeBob years, Camp Coral. You know, the, the new SpongeBob movie. All this stuff is gonna be great. And then, um, well, I'll tell you a little story. I woke up on Thursday. I, I was waiting for this. I woke up on Thursday, and I. <laughs> I, you know, usually when a streaming platform, and this, this is not, this is true. When a streaming platform has released, when it's Disney Plus, HBO Max, and uh, Peacock, for, for instance, all three of those, not Quibi because I'm not stupid. But when those three launched, I woke up right before the gym, you know, my 4.30 wake up time, and I download the app, and I, you know, you know, I peruse through it, and I go, okay, what's going on? How we do this and all this stuff? And then I'm excited to watch it the rest of the day. I woke up, I went to the gym, <laughs> For Paramount on Thursday for Paramount Plus. Woke up, went to the gym. Uh, mid, gym was boxing. Thursday was boxing. So mid, I think, boxing or mid uh, cycling session when I was watching Peloton. I went, oh, Paramount Plus. Guy <laughs> can't wait to get home, I guess. <laughs> Got home uh, as soon as I connected to Wi-Fi. Uh, cleaned my phone because I was at the gym. Washed my hands <laughs> for 20 seconds. <laughs> and uh, fed the cat. Made breakfast, turned on CVS this morning, which is something I do every single Monday through Friday. And then, uh, and then when I sat down with my breakfast, ooh, I loaded up, I loaded up that app. Ooh, baby, I pressed, I pressed, I pressed that logo, the Paramount Plus logo on my phone. Ooh, baby, let's see, let's see this, let's see what this bad, let's see what this bad girl can do. Oh, I felt, ugh. <laughs> ugh. <laughs> I felt gross saying that. Popped it open, 
looks just like CVS All Access. Oh, no, no. Popped it open first. Paramount Plus. Splash screen. Oh, beautiful logo comes up. Looks just like CBS All Access. So that there was that. There was that. And, you know, I mean, when I'm, I'm glad they built it on the fun, the back of the functionality of CBS All Access. I'm glad they did that. And I figured uh, one of two things could happen. It's going to be a new app or it, they were just going to use the foundation they already have. Smart to use the foundation they already have. Instead of having you, like HBO Max, be confused and have to download a, a completely new app. Even if you point people to a different app, it's going to take people a while because, hey, sometimes they don't turn on the Apple TV in that room. They don't turn on the Fire TV in their office. You know, it's just uh, <laughs> people are watching these things at their office. <clears throat> so it just, I mean, it's, you know, or, or you know, the, the my PlayStation has been turned on in, in a couple of days. You know, um, it, it just so anyway, so I'm glad they built it off the back, but I thought they would do like a UI overhaul and it's possible to do a UI overhaul because Hulu's app did a UI overhaul for when it relaunched uh, and now it uh, relaunched for when it became a part of Disney uh, proper and uh, after the buyout from Fox uh, and, and it looks great now. It looks great. Discoverability is wonderful and uh, more important, most importantly, you can make a wish list which you can't do on CBS All Access, uh, which is frustrating because there's a lot of, you know, they've got the Godfather trilogy, but you have to remember that it's on there. The only reason I know is because I looked at the app about an hour ago and I know that it's on there. Like, oh, okay, all right, good. I keep forgetting. I keep meaning to watch, you know, spend seven hours in one day watching all those movies. It'd be like eight hours. Uh, you know, it's just, I mean, I, you know, just just small things, small things. But I, 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 I'm interested in seeing what they do. Uh, they should not have touted it as this new great thing. I understand that they're advertising, but it just doesn't make sense in the long run for you to come out and say uh, during the Super Bowl. And I know the Super Bowl aired on uh, on CBS, but still, and you have to you have to advertise the stuff that you have. But still, the you know all these commercials with we're going to the top of Paramount Mountain, the Mountain of Paramount. Uh, it just doesn't make sense. To, and then to relaunch, and it looks exactly the same with no uh, queuing or wish list or whatever ability there is that Netflix, Peacock, the camera shut off, HBO Max, uh, any of these other ones have. Uh, give me one second. I'm going to turn on this godforsaken camera. Maybe one day, maybe just for a little bit, uh, this, this show will be without video. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I, I, I'm enjoying my time, obviously, with it. Uh, this episode, again, is going to be all about Paramount+. Plus. So let's get to this. I bought a new mouse. It is an MX Master 3. $100. I want people to know this mouse is going to cost $100. Because <laughs> that's ridiculous that I spent that much with no job on a mouse. Uh, but I, my other mouse was a Logitech uh, gaming mouse, and it had a notable clicking issue uh, where one click would double click and no clicks would double click. <laughs> so uh, I finally, after putting up with that for the better half of a year, I finally just said, you know what, I got I to gotta get this mouse. Uh, it is the best productivity mouse 
I've been looking at it for about a year myself. Oh, Jesus, I just clicked on something. Works with Bluetooth, already hooked it up to everything that needs to be hooked up to. Uh, yeah, but it is not good for gaming because I've tried. And believe it or not, this six-year-old Lenovo Yoga 900 can uh, still play a game because it is, in fact, a Core i7. Let's get to this. Seven minutes in. Seven minutes in. This comes from the wrap. Paramount Plus ad-supported subscription will cost less than CBS All Access, written by Tim Basinger. No relation. So we know we know how much CBS All Access cost. It was uh, five, six dollars, six dollars for your uh, for your for your access to CBS All Access, uh, and that includes local CBS affiliate. No, 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 that does not include. You have to sign in with your TV provider. Um, and then there's a ten dollar a month one with uh, without ads, and the the first one was with ads, but now. The uh, cheaper version of Paramount Plus is going to be five bucks, which is a great entry price for a streaming platform, and then ten dollars for the commercial free. But there's a catch: the ad-supported one will be it'll it'll a give you no longer give you a live feed of CBS stations, and now oh that's only for the premium tier. Oh, and and then oh you don't have to sign up with the TV provider, so I was wrong. So then why not sign up with YouTube TV? Crazy, and uh, and then that new that that uh, that five dollar tier will be available in May. But for now, you can only get commercial free, uh, which is interesting because the same thing that HBO Max that's the same problem not problem the same thing that HBO Max is doing. They're going to do Warner Media is planning a, uh, a an ad supported tier at a later date, probably later in twenty twenty one, probably in the summer. Uh, so. There's going to be a cheaper way to watch HBO Max stuff. There's, there's going to be a cheaper way to watch. It, I, it's interesting how you see these these streaming platforms launch and they become these big things. And people have, you know, you know, Disney Plus hit subscriber a subscriber count. It thought it was going to hit in five years. It hits it in one in two years. Um, and 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 Netflix is uh, raising prices seemingly every single year. And we know these price hikes are coming. Uh, but it just doesn't matter <laughs> because people, people like me, <laughs> will still pay uh, to watch all the TV possible. I will not pay for Discovery Plus. <laughs> you will not get me. <laughs> I don't watch reality TV, baby, uh, except for Survivor and Amazing Race. Uh, so we have uh, we we so we've got this new tier coming. And that's going to be a, a that's a great entry point because Disney Plus is uh, seven dollars, and at some point it's going to be eight dollars. And then Peacock is uh, eight dollars. But people love Disney, so I don't think we should we should we should give that we should uh, say like, hey, this is comparable. I think the camera just shut off again. Maybe this is just going to be an audio podcast <laughs> for now. Moving on. The movie strategy is uh, for Paramount Plus is for the streaming era. This comes from Variety, written by Brett Lang, Cynthia Littleton. Viacom CBS overhauls film strategy with new theatrical windows and epics pack. So we know that Universal last year, when the at the start of the pandemic, it said, uh, "Hey, Trolls World Tour, we're going to release that movie on uh, on streaming because the movie theaters weren't open. We're going to release it on streaming." 
and people people at home you know and so this is like april people are at home uh you know just like fine please let us our kids need to watch these this movie uh and so if you have hulu you have peacock you can watch it on there uh, or you can rent it vod for twenty dollars and then this did so well it did gangbusters they, they made more money than the first trolls movie bada bing bada boom they say listen we this thing exceeded our expectations we're gonna release movies day and date on streaming and then we also in theaters and then people were like whoa that's crazy cool and then every other studio was like whoa bro you want to slow down and then people in the movie in movie uh industry were like hey you don't do that that's rude that's horrible amc said the f is going on here so then universal amc they hammer out a deal 90 day pack three months it goes to, uh, in theaters then it goes to streaming then We got Viacom CBS coming in here with something different. Almost a year later, we're going to say this. Paramount will substantially shrink the amount of time its films are in theaters. At the same time, the studio has adjusted its TV, uh, pay TV output deal with Epics in order to provide thousands of movie titles to the nascent Paramount Plus streamer. Paramount Pictures will disclose that it is experimenting with a shorter exclusive exhibition window for theatrical releases instead of the traditional 90 days uh, between theatrical release and the at-home release. Paramount will look to a 30-day frame for most titles and a 45-theatrical-day window for tentpole titles like Top Gun Maverick. That's in keeping with moves by rival studios to shake up the status quo of three-month wait that has frustrated studios. So maybe the I think the universal thing was uh, 45 days. So my bad. Oh, I'm just getting things wrong left and right. Camera shut off again. Uh, moreover, to help give some sizzle to the March 4th debut of Paramount Plus, a rebrand and expansion of the CBS All Access streaming service, Paramount Plus, plans have its high value wattage titles like Mission Impossible 7 and A Quiet Place Part 2 premiere on Paramount Plus after the 45 day theatrical release window you know I'll tell you what uh, I will not be doing that I gotta see those movies in theaters especially Mission Impossible uh, A Quiet Place I could probably go without seeing it <laughs> I could probably go without seeing it the first time I saw A Quiet Place uh, it was on it had just hit Hulu and uh, I said I'm going to watch this movie. I was alone. Uh, but I texted the girl I was dating. I was like, I'm going to watch this movie. She's like, oh, I've seen it. Uh, and, uh, you know, enjoy your time. So <laughs> I watched, the, I turned the movie on. And the movie's notably quiet. Like, there's no there's no dialogue for the 90-minute runtime or whatever. So I, I, <laughs> I sit down. I have a sound bar on my television. And I sit down and I quite quite literally sit on the remote to the soundbar. It turns the soundbar off. I would say right when the little boy gets snatched. Uh, that's like within 10 minutes of the start of the movie. Little boy gets snatched by one of the monsters. Uh, there were the littlest kid gets snatched by one of the monsters. And uh, and then it goes black. And and I go, wow, yeah, that's crazy. And then, uh, and then for, <laughs> I am not kidding, 40 minutes because i remember the movie was almost over like they were just it's like beating the mod like like i i think 
you know, they were trying to escape the farm or wherever they were. And, <laughs> and I go, I, the entire time I go, man, this movie's really quiet. Like they're really taking this to heart. And I, I, then I, I try to turn it up <laughs> and then the sound bar turns back on and I hear, you know, the noises, the ambiance of the movie. And I go, are you freaking kidding me? I've been watching this movie in silence. Oh my God. It's so sad. Anyway. <laughs> so now, uh, Paramount plus is going to be do, And then the second time I watched the movie, uh, with somebody else and I didn't want to see it again, but I had to <laughs> the end. So now, Viacom CBS signed a pack with Epix. Epix is the um, the the premium cable streamer. Streamer, no, premium cabler, uh, like HBO and Stars and Showtime, and to some extent Cinemax. But instead of being that well known, it's kind of like the poor man's HBO. It really is. It has a lot of good movies and some decent shows, but it's just uh, not worth having. And a lot of stuff you can get on streaming. Uh, Epix has been the pay TV home, the camera just shut off, of Paramount Pictures titles for the past 11 years. Viacom CBS has extended its Epix pact by one year, covering theatrical titles released through the end of 2023. In exchange, the studio gained a great deal of flexibility in windowing titles. I do, I, you know, for, for what it's worth, that is, a, I think that's a pretty good idea um i just don't think and you know i don't and i also don't like i mean it's i don't like it entirely you know too much entirely entirely too much the same thing could go i can say for for disney's idea of the premiere access on disney plus you know 30 dollars to watch raya and the the dragon or raya and the hunt you know mulan <laughs> the other movies the other movies that they put on premiere access 20 or 30 dollars for that uh, and you can only watch it once. If I had kids and I paid $30, I understand it's cheaper than, you know, taking them to the movies, blah, blah, blah. Uh, also, take your kids to movies during the day. Don't do it at night. Don't waste your time with a, a nighttime trip. Go during the day. The, the tickets are cheaper. And they'll, and they'll have a nice little nap after it. Oh, my God. I'd be a great parent. I'm just going to find a woman to tolerate me. <laughs> anyway, and then HBO, uh, Warner's, Warner's idea of releasing things uh, same day, day and date on the, uh, the uh, whatchamacallit, on HBO Max and in theaters. I do think there's a median. I don't, I, you know, shortening the release window is fine enough. And uh, in some cases, as much as I stand with the movie theaters, I think that they need to loosen up when it comes to restrictions with airing, you know, I think, I think AMC needs to go to, I think at some point, at some point, Netflix is going to buy a, not a theater chain, but they're going to buy theaters themselves in New York and Chicago and LA and Denver and Austin, uh, you know, San Francisco. I think they're going to just buy up Atlanta. I think they're they're going to buy up uh in these in these high value and high price markets they're going to buy up some theater chains 
and uh, or small chains or you know small theater clusters or whatever and then they're going to air you know alongside Mission Impossible 7 they're going to air um Roma 2 Roma <laughs> Uh, but I do think that AMC needs and Cinemark and the rest need to and the rest need to go to Netflix and Hulu and, and Amazon and and say air your movies here like put your movies in theaters here for four weeks because there are people that cancel Prime and they cancel Hulu and they cancel Netflix and they cancel you know whatever streamer because the Mandalorian's not on anymore. You know, so cancel Disney Plus. You don't need it if you don't watch anything else on there. All right. Oh, we're just going to blaze on through this episode. No breaks because that camera is uh, going to turn off again. But you know what I will do? If you are watching the video, <laughs> at this point, I am going to turn on the camera. The camera for uh, the laptop. The laptop camera. Oh, baby. This is going to be good. It's fine. Just do this live. Uh, as uh, oh, as Bill Maher once said, "F it, we'll do it live." <laughs> oh, you said it just like that. <laughs> I am Bill. Ma- no, not Bill Maher. Uh, Bill O'Reilly. Who I was just thinking about him this morning. Uh, Fox News guy, white, probably racist. Doesn't matter. Let's move on. There was a, a bunch of announcements for shows coming, and uh, I'm just going to do something really vain here. <laughs> I have to see myself in the monitor. <laughs> okay. There's a bunch of news for shows coming, and one of them happened to be Halo. So we knew Halo, the Halo TV show, has been in the works for... Oh, boy. Uh, the five years now five six seven eight years now and at first we thought it's going to be on showtime which fine halo is a is a premium brand remember premium blend (laughs) i miss premium blend halo is a premium brand and it's you know it's got to it's it's got to have a show at some point I think Tack and the Power of Juju had a show on Nickelodeon. Let me look that up. I I specifically remember. Yeah, it did. Tack and the Power of Juju uh, did have a TV show. Also, I don't think that show would be allowed to be made today. Because <laughs> the character's name is Tack. And it's the Power of Juju. And they're all voiced by whites. Yep, that's a white guy. Voice Tack. Uh, that's a white woman. <laughs> oh my God, I laughed so hard that I had a hiccup. We're just hanging out today. We're not really taking it on. And they ca- there's a bunch of characters called Jujus. Why do I remember this? Was there a, a Ty the... Uh, what is his name? Ty the... What his name? 26 episodes. Excuse me. Not 26 episodes. 13 episodes with 26 segments each. Or two segments each instead of twenty six. I wonder if that is a good show to to find. Cause I've been watching a lot of um, Mad About You, and that show, oh my god, you know, you see where all of the jokes 
from every sitcom following it came from. Attack of the Power of Juju aired in uh, 480i. 2007. I think things were in, t- in HD at that point. Let's see if there's videos on YouTube. I'll, I swear I'll get back to Paramount+. Plus. Oh my god, it is. There's a theme song at least. If you hear Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives in the background, it's because I am playing Diners. Okay. <laughs> this is the theme song. Alright, hold on. I need, I need you to hear this theme song. All right, I'm passing over the uh, the 3.5 millimeter headphone jack. Here we go. That's the theme song. That just that, that doesn't sound like you should be playing that at all. Okay, and then there's something else. Uh, okay, anyway, all right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We we got sidetracked. Hey, listen. When you don't have a job, you're just hanging out. That's what's going on. Oop, let me just kick the light. Okay, so let's go on. The Halo TV series is, in fact, coming. It's not going to be on Showtime anymore. It's going to be on Paramount+. Plus. I think that's a better move for it in the uh, in the long run. But I do think, I, I don't know. I mean, having Showtime needs to have a prestige sci-fi drama like that because hbo has had uh, a bunch american gods is on uh, stars uh and it's you know for for what that for what it's worth that is that show uh the the fan base is as strong as it needs to be <laughs> but this halo thing is coming paulo schreiber is still going to play master chief but kim woodbine is going to be in it uh shabana osmi uh, Bentley Kalu. Wow, this show is diverse. Unless all those people are, except for Buchan. I know who Buchan is. Uh, Charlie Murphy. Charlie Murphy? Isn't he dead? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, so it was picked up in 2018 for a 10-episode series. And uh, all right. So, yeah, that's interesting. We're uh, we're going to go see this uh, how the show will pick up. There's a bunch of video game franchises that have been adapted and uh, or are being adapted. Holy crap. Thank you variety that has this uh that at the bottom of this article castlevania which is on netflix currently the witcher resident evil which is coming to netflix as a live action show last of us uh live action show on hbo probably next year cyberpunk 2077 anime in 2022 uh it'll be delayed for a couple of years and then uh, when it comes out it won't be as good as people want it to be <laughs> but then you'll have the people going oh, i swear it's good <laughs> halo's coming to paramount plus uh, in 2022, Assassin's Creed is coming to Netflix at some point, as is Splinter Cell. Good for Ubisoft. Uh, a little late on the bandwagon, though. Diablo is coming in animated form on Netflix. I think Dota Dota just they just released Netflix released a Dota trailer for the cartoon show. Uh, Fallout on Amazon, really. Uh, Tomb Raider on Netflix as an anime. Oh, interesting. Oh, and uh, Splinter Cell is going to be an anime, which is very strange. Assassin's Creed is going to be various types. So I can imagine that being live action and CG and anime. I think that would be a, a very good way to do it. And then Twisted Metal live action on whatever service wants to pick it up. Interesting. Okay. I don't know if it's a good idea or not. Moving on. Viacom CBS. This is from my notes. Come on, Chad. Believes in sports. 
Good job, buddy. Worth it. This comes from Deadline, written by Dominic Patton. Paramount Plus doubling down on soccer, NFL, and more sports, and clear challenge of Peacock. Now, before I get to this, before I get to the NFL thing, uh, it was announced that Amazon is looking to set a new pact with the NFL for exclusive games. So as it stands right now, um, Amazon is airing Thursday night, Saturday night games, and uh, a couple of a couple of uh, Monday nights, I believe. I know it's doing multiple nights. Anyway, so just say you know safety, safely, safety, safely, safety, safely. Uh, Thursday night and Saturday night games, like the ones across the pond. Cutie, I need to turn the camera off now. <laughs> so. <laughs> So it's airing it's airing those games uh and and they and so it's trying to get exclusive games more exclusive games rather so maybe Thursday night games instead of being on oh well, no Thursday night football is owned by uh NBC so maybe you know a, a couple of Saturday night games are going to be just for Amazon and you have to have Amazon to watch it and I know I don't know how that packed worked uh, is going to work for or maybe some Sunday games where there's you know there's too many games um, in one market, you know, if you're like in a market like, uh, I don't know, let's say Atlanta, maybe, maybe there's, you can get a new Orleans game at the same time you get a Falcons game. Uh, and maybe instead of having that game, the new Orleans game be, you know, optioned over here, it'll just go straight to Amazon. I'm just throwing out stuff. So they're gonna they're really doubling down on soccer, which soccer has a big following also. But there's there's a lot to schedule there, as seen with Peacock, which did have trouble during the pandemic because they had so much they had all this time, and so games were able to be spaced out. But now, if games can be played, you know, together and simultaneously, uh, then CBS can get you know while Peacock has Premier League games, then CBS can get. American League, I don't know, soccer. <laughs> but sports is it's very valuable for streaming, period. For television, period, 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 period. They're going to double down on soccer, football, American football. Oh, God. And all that stuff. So that's fun. Moving on. I wrote down Paramount Plus is a comedy heaven. This is also from Deadline, written by Peter White, no relation, Beavis and Butthead, <laughs> and Workaholics Movies, a weekly show from Trevor Noah, and Inside Amy Schumer specials lead Paramount Plus comedy slate. I didn't want to specifically talk about specific shows, but I do think that since this is a comedy podcast, I guess, it's a comedy news podcast, I don't know, who cares. Whatever this is, because this is a comedy website, I want to talk about the comedy stuff. So Beavis and Butt. So we know that there's going to be another Beavis and Butthead movie, uh, and then we and then but we also learned that there's going to be a Workaholics movie coming from the Workaholics guys. So hopefully we get to see Blake, Adam, and Durs uh, do some great stuff. I really this is going to sound just so stupid. I really enjoyed the uh, the Game On movie they did for Netflix. It's not the hell is that? It's not you know quote-unquote good but i had a lot of fun and there's a lot of funny moments in there and uh truth be told if i can watch a comedy and go there's like you know this last friday 
the Tom and Jerry movie when that came out, I was so excited, like unbelievably excited because I like Tom and Jerry. I'd watched every single episode when I was a child on uh, comedy, not comedy, Central, Cartoon Network and then Boomerang. Although I was, I was watching Comedy Central when I was a child, uh, Comedy Central airing repeats of Death to Smoochie, which I thought was a movie about Barney uh, it, or like a Barney-like character. And it technically kind of is, but uh, uh, I thought it was like a kid's movie and I watched it. <laughs> and um, My Cousin Vinny. So that's how, so those are like the like a couple of the two first adult movies I ever saw. Uh, grow up as a latchkey kid and you know, you'll see. You just watch whatever. Have a TV in your room. Anyway, so we've got a Beavis and Butthead movie. And then we have a new show from Trevor Noah, aptly titled The Weekly Show. And they say it's a working title, but I I hope they keep that. Because that is such a smart title to have accompanying The Daily Show. Uh, And I wonder how that show would go. I know it would probably air on Fridays. Um, Oh, anyway, let me get back to Tom and Jerry. Hold on. Tom and Jerry, I watched it. It was not as good as I wanted it to be. Uh, and quite frankly, I was bored. It was it's a very long movie, and it and uh, and you can't make a Tom and Jerry movie about Tom and Jerry because they don't talk. And thank Christ that they did not talk in this movie because in the first movie they did talk, the animated version. Uh, but this one they didn't talk. So I would just say, <laughs> let's say there's about the movie's a hundred minutes long. There's about 30 minutes of Tom and Jerry <laughs> sprinkled, truly sprinkled throughout because it's uh, Chloe Grace Moretz. She's the main character and, and Colin Jost and, uh, and, and the rest and every other human gets, they, while they don't get billing, but like they don't, Tom, Tom and Jerry are in the credits as Tom the cat, Tom D cat and Jerry A mouse, which I think is hilarious. That's so funny. Um, but the, all the there's there's animated characters walking around and it should have been more fun than it was. Uh, I really think that if you're gonna do a movie like that, they should hire me. Uh, give me the script. Like after somebody writes it, give me the script. Give me additional writing credits. I'll do it. I'll I'll freaking add jokes to that thing and I'll tell people I did. I'm like, yeah, that's my joke. That's my joke. <laughs> but they this this thing should have been better. But I'm glad it did well. It's the best performing movie of the pandemic, uh, that and Wonder Woman, both movies that people did not like, but I enjoyed Wonder Woman quite a bit. And as soon as it hits HBO Max again, I'm probably gonna watch it again. Cause no one has to die at the end of these things. Jesus. Although I am sick of superhero stuff. Flash came back on. I promise I'll get back to (laughs) to Paramount plus flash came back this week and I had no idea. It was seven 55, I think on Tuesday night and uh, I, t- I was I, I watched like an episode of Mad About You or something then I turned on YouTube TV and so I was I was scrolling I was channel surfing I was scrolling through the the guide and then I see the flash and I go what is the flashback and I immediately google and the flash is back and I go oh my god so I turn it on and I did not have a good time <laughs> I sat there looking at my phone most of the time Oh my god! I just I'm just done with superhero stuff. Although I did like Star Girl, uh, for more reason than one. <laughs> so we got the weekly show coming, the Beavis and Butthead movie, and then 
inside Amy Schumer, which technically wasn't, it wasn't canceled, and it uh, Amy just took a break from it. Uh, and then we also have a Reno 911 special called The Hunt for QAnon. So that's going to be interesting to see. Does the world want to see more Beavis and Butthead? I'll answer for the world. No. And then, and then the Deadline has a good Paramount Plus landing pad with a bunch of stuff. iCarly's coming back. Uh, Viacom CBS targets 65 to 75 million streaming subs by 2024. And remember, CBS All Access was, besides Netflix and Hulu and Amazon, was the first streaming platform. Like, when it it came out, and I I remember going, oh no one's gonna no one's gonna subscribe to CBS, like who wants to do that? This is before all access too. Nobody wants to do that. Uh, and then lo and behold, it's it's one of the top perform like people who uh, got rid of cable before YouTube TV, before Hulu with Fi TV and Philo and Fubo TV. People said we want to watch our CBS. Give us our CBS. And it's one of the best performing ones out there. I still think they should bundle together Showtime, Anytime, and uh, CBS All Access. Or Paramount Plus. Or take some shows from uh, Showtime, Anytime, and Showtime and throw it on uh, Paramount Plus. Stuff that no one's watching like The L Word, the original L Word, or... Uh, a few episodes of Desus and Miro. Um, Escape from Dan and Mora's on Amazon Prime. You know, just open up a little bit. Okay. Please. Please, baby. All right. And then we have some more stuff that's coming uh, for the streamer, which I think I just wrote what's on tap for the streamer. This is from The Hollywood Reporter, uh, written by Natalie Jarvie. Paramount Plus's Pitch, big name reboots, spinoffs, and sequels, plus sports. They had an event last week where they talked about, where they really hyped this up, where they really hyped up Paramount Plus. Uh, and so, so I did learn a few things from this. Uh, they really love Pluto TV. Pluto TV is owned by Viacom CBS. Uh, before, it was only owned by CBS, I think. I don't know. Who cares? It's all in the family now. So so now Viacom has, Viacom CBS, say the whole name, has three streaming products. They've got Paramount Plus, Showtime Anytime, and Pluto TV, Pluto TV which is free, which is the only free one. Uh, they're going to keep it free and ad supported. They're going to they're going to keep adding channels to it. You can watch a Becker channel if you want. <laughs> you know, if you want to watch Becker, you can watch. Uh, there's a my channels are the Saturday afternoon cartoon afternoon after school cartoons or whatever like that. Uh, it's like Archie. It's like Archie cartoons. Archie's Weird Mysteries, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, and some other ones. Uh, America's Test Kitchen. They have a Golden Girls channel, I think. I don't know. I don't really remember. Uh, anyway, they have a lot of good channels on there. Pluto, and it's free. It's free. All you have to do is watch ads. It's who cares? Just watch it. The company says it's. Uh, oh, they had they have Showtime Selects. What is that noise? Oh, I think that might be outside. So if you hear something, it's from outside. They're doing some type of construction. It's Atlanta. There's always construction. 
but yeah, I mean, there we go. That's that's Paramount Plus. I think it's a very interesting uh, what you call it to have streamer to have. Uh, I don't. I you know what Paramount, if you're watching, I, I I don't say this to to be rude or anything. It's not necessary. Uh, then I'm gonna follow up with it's nice to have though. So let me let me uh, let me just give a little walkthrough of the app. So here's here's the thing. Gonna hit it. And then it has a nice little splash screen with Paramount Plus, which is fine. Great. Who cares? They have the first new episode of the New Real World Camp Coral, the SpongeBob spinoff. Uh, there's a Patrick spinoff coming. There's Tuning Out the News, calling it a Paramount Plus original. They, and it's actually called Stephen Colbert Presents Tuning Out the News. Uh, and it is, is a show, I can officially say this because they have not called me back, I wrote a packet for. <laughs> And they did not hire me. <laughs> I'm only hurt just a little bit. I clicked on uh, 60 Minutes Plus, and uh, for some reason, it started playing. Oh, and then beforehand, I, I clicked on Camp Coral, and I watched like a, a minute. Like truly, a collectively a minute. I skipped around. Uh, not for me, but, you know, whatever. I'm not a child. And the emphasis also is is also on uh, live shows. So right now they have an on now on now section. They only have four channels on their live, uh, what you might call it, on their live uh, schedule. On the next people. Oh, God. The ground for eight. <laughs> That's embarrassing. <laughs> uh, but this whole show is embarrassing. And again, the emphasis, like Disney uh, and like HBO Max, is on brands. They really want you to know their brand. That's why they renamed it uh, Paramount Plus. I still think that's a, I still think they should have kept it CBS All Access. If you're going to rename it Paramount Plus, redo the app. But there we go. That's the whole rundown of Paramount Plus. It's going to be you know I don't know. I think I think people subscribe to it for the CBS, you know, speaking of brands name for the name of CBS because they want to get that that channel their local channel they want to get and all the shows that they love on CBS mom uh, the rest <laughs> I watch one show on there Bob Hart's Abishola and I love that show to death it's a f- very funny show uh, sometimes the unicorn but mm, <laughs> but not all the time but it's great. Paramount Plus, $10 right now, $5 in the future uh, for ads. There you go. Listen, if you like what you heard here, head to the website, cpluscomedy.com, where you can uh, see me <laughs> interview comedians sometimes. If you want to see a video version of the show, <laughs> if you want to see my camera shut off and then me throw up a prepared, a pre, a prepared, a prepared template that says the constitutionals will be right back. And then, if you want to see me get up in the middle of the show and press record on the camera again, and then if you want to see the camera shut off again, and then if you want to see uh, a webcam video of this show, uh, and uh, no joke, I looked at webcams before this because I thought I got it, I got it, some somehow I got to record this show. So if you want to do all that, youtube.com slash C plus comedy. You can see a, a 40 minute version of this video form. Also on youtube.com slash C plus comedy is our premiere show news time, which this week, again, late, but very, 
very good. So funny. Oh, just one of the best episodes I've done all year. And I've only done six, seven, eight, something like that. <laughs> this week's episode is about uh, the Golden Globes in the HFPA, uh, Hollywood Foreign Press Association, and how the this organization, which has representatives from every race, doesn't have any black people, any black journalists in it. So there we go. It's a very funny episode. I'm not... When I say it's a good episode, it's a good episode. When I don't say, it's not. <laughs> YouTube.com slash C Comedy. Twitter, Instagram, at C Comedy. Me on Twitter and Instagram, at Chad Black White. Like us on Facebook. Thank you so much for listening. Rate, review, subscribe. Tell your friends about this. There's a, there's a good contingent listening to the show for some reason. Or not. Or not listening. <laughs> Maybe they subscribed and then they said, I'm done. I'm done this and did this. I don't know why you would. There's, I think, something like a million. When Conan joined, there was 750,000 or 850,000 podcasts, something like that. And then this past December, I think there were like 900 some thousand. So let's say, let's just say a million. There's a million podcasts out there and you chose to subscribe and listen to this one. I don't know why you would. But I don't ask for money in return. So, you know, do it. Listen, it's free. All right, I'm going. Bye. Goodbye. Bye now.